it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. guys what's up <laughs> this is our last friday our last friday episode yeah it is heck yeah the last friday and heck yes to listening on a monday Woohoo! heck yes to like more time to edit and stuff too <laughs> i know seriously so it's not like okay so this comes out obviously friday so it's not like an episode will come out monday there'll be like a 10 day gap instead of a seven day yes. gap so, dangers and heckers, you might have to find another podcast to listen to on Friday, but please save <laughs> us for your Monday mornings. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Heck yes. For real, for real. Okay. For real. Wait, 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 wait. Should we tell them what our topic is? Oh, yeah. We probably should do that. If they didn't get it from the cap bio caption thing. Right. Right. We like like to announce it in here as if they totally didn't read the title of our podcast. They but... blindly clicked on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just muscle memory at this point for them. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about freaking social media, our thoughts on it, how we cope with it, how that falls into topics about motherhood and... <laughs> You know what? Just, just, just come on for the ride, okay? <laughs> we have lots of thoughts about social media almost all the time, but it's, it seems like right now it's just like an overload. So this one's going to be real interesting. Yeah, I'm going to try to think before I speak. <laughs> I was telling Cece, I was like, maybe we should do this when I'm a little more like level-headed and not fired up. She was like, no, I think people will appreciate the passion. So you guys, it's get the rawness. No it's raw passion. Because <laughs> if we're being honest, like Instagram's easy for people to like find us and hate on our lives and whatever. But like, come on, if you're gonna sit through a 40-minute podcast just to hate on us, like you're really doing the most. So most of, I mean, I'm pretty confident that you're here because you appreciate our boldness and no filters. So, or somehow you ended up here and have no idea what's going on. Please stay a while. You might get something out of it. <laughs> True. You're going to learn a lot about us today. <laughs> okay. Okay. Your heck yes. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> my heck yes is spending the day just doing things that like fill my cup. Like, I took a long walk. I took care of my body. I dressed up for no reason. I played piano. Wait, Megan, Megan, Megan. What? Sorry to interrupt you, but you need to stop bouncing on that ball because it's Did you can hear it. Yes. <laughs> no. You guys, the only comfortable sitting position for me right now because of sciatica is this freaking birthing ball. And it's only comfy when I bounce on it. So now I'm about to go for an hour not bouncing on it just for you guys. Oh, man, she's like bouncing, and the speaker's like hitting her hair. I'm like frick, Megan. <laughs> so the whole first part of that's probably jank, but sorry, guys. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, you were saying sorry that um basically just doing things for myself today. Good. How big's your cup? Is it is it like a margarita cup or is it like a shot glass cup? <laughs> Describe the cup. Well, it's felt like a shot glass cup lately, but typically it's like a freaking giant mixed drink from Olive Garden. You know, the really freaking fat ones. 
Okay, Megan, I have to admit, I think I've been to Olive Garden once. What the crap? Why did I feel like you were going to say that? Because you literally said the same thing about Chick-fil-A. You're not normal. You're not okay. <laughs> I am a little odd, I have to admit. Dude, you can't not have, like, they have a soup, salad, and breadstick, like, unlimited combo deal. Yeah, Michael always says, for how aware I am of the culture, I really live under a rock. Honestly, and I'm like, what the crap? <laughs> I am like a really weird mix. Like, I could not tell you one Xbox game. Like, I don't know any celebrities besides Hillary Duff and Blake Lively. And <laughs> I. Oh my gosh. Well, but I could tell you, like, every congressman's name. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have the real important things figured out. I'm just over here snacking at Olive Garden. <laughs> no, I need to go. I, I, their breadsticks last when I went. Dude. I remember the essence, the smell, the texture, the fluff of like the, the stick. salt on the breadsticks. Oh, it's like a special yeah. salt. Okay, so that's where we're gonna go next time we see each other, and I'm not pregnant anymore, and I can get one of their fat mixed drinks. Okay. <laughs> so your cup's as big as the mixed drink and you're filling it up with everything but alcohol <laughs> pretty much that's the last little icing on the cupcake part that'll come in a couple weeks hopefully <laughs> <laughs> pump and dump baby <laughs> I where I'm not an alcoholic but you guys have never wanted a mixed drink more in my life oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay what about you heck yes okay so I have very random things that I excessively enjoy like <laughs> but all of them and chick-fil-a aren't on that list <laughs> <laughs> like sunrooms are things that i get so excited about when yeah, i drive past yeah. them okay um gas lamps are things that i'll take a picture of every single gas lamp that i walk past <laughs> <laughs> they're so cute though like <laughs> bed and breakfasts never been but i love those <laughs> you've never been to one? Oh my gosh we've got to no. go Oh, guys. Also, can we add this to my heck yes? Because it's like the biggest heck yes of my year. Cece made me pinky promise to her that before baby girl is three years old, we're going to go on a trip to Europe with our men. And uh, I've never been more excited in my life. And there's a bed and breakfast in Ireland that we stayed at that we should go back to. Heck yes, we're doing it. So we might break apart, but who really knows? But like, we got to be there for at least like a week together. And then we can watch baby girl while you guys go on date. We can take all the cute photos and just hang out because our men are friends. And we're friends. And maybe we go to the podcast in person. (laughs) We just happen to kind of be friends. So we thought we'd go to Europe together sometime in the next Can we go to Vienna, Austria? Yes, Austria is beautiful. And same with uh, Prague. Czech Republic. Yes. Oh my gosh. Everything's going to go. Beautiful. We decided we're going to go during fall too, guys. So it's going to be like magical. And mm-hmm. I'm going to get outfit for every single day. Yes. And we're going to put them in plastic bags. And, <laughs> and put the date on them and when yep. and where. And we're going to plan every location for every outfit. Yep. And baby girl's going to match with mine so that I'll get all my photos while I'm out there because otherwise it'd be a wasted opportunity of thousands of dollars. <laughs> We have to go to the new Schwanstein Castle, the Disneyland Castle. You know what I'm talking about? Um, Megan, do you think I know what you're talking about? Dude, it's literally called like the Cinderella Castle. Like the Disneyland Castle is built off of it. Like, it's a Wait, real did castle. you say the Schwanstein? New Schwanstein. I've never it's even heard of the it. actual name. I don't even think I've ever even that. seen the movie Cinderella, Megan. Oh my god. I've seen I've seen Cinderella story with Hilary Duff, and I've seen the Cinderella movie with Selena Gomez. Okay, but you know, like the well, like, have you been to Disneyland or Disney World? 
I went to the California one, and I have photos in this old scrapbook of me crying every time my grandparents forced me to take a picture, and that's just some stuff thing. So you don't really – I mean, you know what the Disneyland castle looks like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know it from pictures, yeah. So, like, there's a real one built way before oh. Disneyland was a thing, and that's what Disneyland took their inspiration from, and it's Damn. on the top of this hill in Germany, and at fall, like, the whole hill and everything is, like, red and orange and yellow. You can ride a horse carriage up to it. Dude, we're going. I want a bright red fluffy maxi dress. Oh, for we, this we, if we go to New Schwanstein, we are going to be the most extra. Like we're going to shop specifically for that day. <laughs> and, and Michael will break up with me after <laughs> this trip. <laughs> I told Avery we're going and I told him that we're going to try and go on a C-130, like space A flights. For those of you who are military, you understand that that's like basically committing to sitting in a... Uh, You're treated like an animal on the plane. <laughs> well, the you, the seats are literally up against the sides of the plane, and it's like a parachute cording that makes up the seats. And you sit like you're strapped in like a troop going to deploy, but you just fly from America to like Europe and stuff like that for way cheaper, kind of like standby. Um, but I didn't tell him. I told him we were doing that. But Cece's comment when we decided that we should do that was that's going to be some quality content. And I was like, I'm not going to tell him that that's our goal. <laughs> yeah, so we're just sitting in this plane. How I picture it is like how cattle are transported. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not far from that. We're going to bring, we bring like our deflatable floaties. <laughs> deflatable? You mean inflatable? <laughs> <laughs> With our luck, we would bring ones with holes in it and then be laying on the solid freaking steel floor. But you got to bring like headphones because you can hear the engines like the whole time. <laughs> oh man, this is going to be so great. Um, and they give you like a box lunch and that's it. It's so fun. <laughs> when I went to Korea, they gave me like 10 dinners. Are you serious? Yeah, they gave me a lot of food and uh, like a lot of it. I had no idea what I was eating, but I was like, okay, like, okay, it's free. When I get on planes, they just don't even show up. And then I never take off when I'm supposed to. And then I don't get where I'm supposed to be going. So that's how my flight experiences go. <laughs> shoot, dude, shoot, dude. Okay, okay, heck yeah. Knows. <laughs> so yeah, keep, keep, stay around, stay alive for another three years and you'll see this yeah. come to fruition. <laughs> Okay, wait, what did you ask me? Your heck no. Okay. No. Um, wait, I never got around to my heck yes. Oh my gosh, gas lamps. What no, else? no, that wasn't it. I'm so oh, I really, <laughs> so I really like random things. And so today, it was just a long freaking day. So I ran off the metro, dropped my stuff at my house, and changed my shoes because I've never worn more uncomfortable pair of my shoes of my entire life. And I can't even speak because it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I continued to um, make my way to this consignment boutique because I needed Ooh. to see if there was um, a sundress because I don't have clothes equipped for this weather, 100 degrees plus humidity. I've never even been in that weather. And I don't own tank tops. <laughs> And I only have pants and long dresses. And I, anyways, this is nothing to do with that. So then when I got out of the boutique, I started downpouring. <laughs> and I'm in like Old Navy flip flops. So like the cheap black ones. So, so like, I guess I said, 
Yeah, like I started sprinting and my flip flops kept flying off and people were like <laughs> laughing at me and I'm like, I lost the flip flop. <laughs> you know, when something happens and people are around, you, you need to like to play it off. You need to like say exactly what happened in case, like they saw it, but you feel less awkward. But it's like, yes, if you fall, you're like, oh, just fell. <laughs> <laughs> if you announce it to them, like you, you intentionally did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I was running in the rain while like holding my dress down because otherwise you would see my crotch and like anyways I was like oh my gosh I really enjoy running in the rain like I'm adding that to the list of random things I feel so free f-r-e-e freedom running in the rain <laughs> dude yes that's how it was whenever we had soccer games in the rain it was the most like energizing like inspirational like motivating thing ever. <laughs> just run in the rain and like, like put this in slow motion and give me a grammy like <laughs> as your flip-flops are flying off oh my god so <sighs> running in the rain is my heck yes Megan, what's your heck no <laughs> my heck no is i i have oatmeal almost every morning particularly because it just sits well with my tummy right now but I was like, you know what? I only ever make one pack of that like Quaker maple brown sugar oatmeal. And yeah. so I was like, I need to, I'm just going to make two this time because I, I never feel like that's enough food. So I put two in and I like double the milk because I put milk in it instead of water. Yeah. And the water. It, it exploded in the microwave. <laughs> it overflowed. And so I was like, well, crap, now the bowl's really hot and there's like oatmeal everywhere so I picked it up with a paper towel and scooped as much of it up as I could and then like ate it for breakfast but the the heck no isn't the fact that it overflowed like that sucks but the heck no is the fact that when I went to take the paper towel off of like put the bowl in the sink and take the paper towel off of the bowl the paper towel was literally plastered to the bowl (laughs) like it was like I did paper mache on my bowl and I was a glass bowl it was a porcelain bowl I don't I I you know, I have no clue, but I sent a photo to Avery, and I'm sure y'all will see the photo at some point, either on our episode, um, announcement photo or whatever. Yeah, but I was like, what 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 do we do? Because you can't throw a paper towel stuck to a bowl in the dishwasher. I would. I would. It's a huge paper towel. Like I double went double double stacked this thing. I mean, like it's not just one paper towel because I was like, oh, well, why don't you just sit it in hot water with soap? So Avery recommended I do that. And then I didn't do it for like all day. And then it was just like, <laughs> more, <laughs> so then it was more stark. And so like, if you're honest right now, the bowl's in the trash. Yeah, I was going to say, throw <laughs> that away. away. It is not worth yeah. the time that it would take to exactly. figure that out. That's what I'm thinking. Dang. So. Well, I made popcorn today at work and I started like, you know, I click the popcorn button and that button, you have to have a lot of trust to really, you know, tap that right. button and walk away. And so I didn't walk away, but it started smelling like a bonfire up in there. And I was like, I don't know what's happening because the corn hasn't even popped yet, but it is smelling like a Midwestern bonfire. <laughs> and so I leave it in there. <laughs> yeah, I leave it in there. And I take out the bag and the bag and burned a hole through it. And I was there was a fire in the fire. <laughs> I witness to a fire this morning. <laughs> like microwaves are more dangerous than ovens sometimes, I feel like. We are way too trusting. Except I walked away ignorantly. I put it on like three minutes and walked away. No wonder it exploded. 
<laughs> okay, also I have to say, like, whoever uses water with the packets of hot Ew. cocoa are psychopaths. <laughs> milk. Gug, 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 okay? <laughs> it's true, though. Because then it's not creamy. Then it's just watered down chocolatey something. And, like, like, you just drained a cocoa bean into my water. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we move on to our lover and hater. Wait, wait. I have a heck no. What's that? Not you. You popped a hole in the popcorn. Like there was a fire. No, no, no. That, that wasn't my heck no. That was just bouncing to relate off. to me in my oatmeal. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. The real heck no. I kind of already touched on it. Like not owning clothes because I don't right. show my arms. And I actually took a picture showing my arms that I, I'm gonna post, and it's the first picture I've ever even taken showing oh, my arm my gosh who are you I know but it's a straight on so you can't even like see the arm it just looks like and you know a stick um <laughs> but I have to say that there was this deodorant at Target and it was like I don't know I told you guys about this how well I kind of did I mention this I don't know, I don't know. but there's this deodorant and I got it and um heck no to thinking that all deodorant was like gonna keep you from sweating antiperspirant I thought all deodorant was um deodorant plus antiperspirant who the heck I want my I want my pores clogged to the max I do not want to sweat I do not like I don't care how healthy it is I don't want to see one droplet of moist sweat ever in my armpit and so I buy this dollar deodorant turns out to be some natural crunchy oh, stuff no so it's burned you didn't it no it didn't burn me I it just made me sweat like it stopped my pits from smelling but like I wanted to do both not just or right I need antiperspirant plus deodorant okay right, right I didn't know there were things that were not both right so heck no to not clogging up your pores. That's, yeah, that's not, that's a no-go. Avery just got this new deodorant that he loved the smell of, but then found out that it was like anti-aluminum or aluminum-free or whatever, mm-hmm. so it's the natural stuff. Yeah. And his armpits were on fire. He's not going <laughs> to use it. He's like, this freaking sucks. Like, what the crap is this? I was like, it's detoxing from the aluminum, and that is why I will not very detox my armpits. I will probably just get canceled. So. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> That, well, apparently aluminum in deodorant is aluminum's like a number one like a big cause of like breast cancer and what do you what are where do we put deodorant like right next to yeah aluminum. so sometimes you can get wild and smother it all over you know sometimes I mean, it hits if you feel extra crazy yeah it definitely hits the side boob occasionally uh-huh. but yeah so detoxing would be the smart thing to do but man only one thing at a time i can't do well it. i would need to be single if i was going to detox because Otherwise, in this heat, I don't want to know what would happen. Do it during the winter. Mm. Okay, stress sweating smells way different than, like, I'm sweaty sweating. That is true. That is true. And stress sweating's worse, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was in middle school, I felt like I used to sweat a lot. And then if I was wearing, like, a light-colored shirt, I would stress about potentially sweating, which sweat would make things. me stress sweat. And I was like, this is terrible. And I would almost always have sweat stains, so it was great. Yeah. And yep. then I was like, well, I can't raise my hand because I have a sweat stain. Uh-huh. And, and then you're now you have to like, day. 
that it doesn't like reach beyond your pit. And you're just like kind of like looking and like <laughs> doing the over the shoulder thing. You're like, dude, just you ask your friend like, does it? Does it <laughs> and it's one hundred percent there, and it's not going away until you wash it. <laughs> yep. Anywho, anywho, yeah. All right, all right, Meg. All right. Um, Actually, I feel like we should uh, dive into this quote that I heard last night. Yes. And hold on, I need to cough. <clears throat> so. <laughs> so this quote. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I need to like swallow. Okay. So Lauren Daigle, um, she's the, she's the saint. She's your spirit uh, animal. Yeah, she is my spirit she's animal. Fashion and- icon. <laughs> And fashion icon, and um, uh, some a few people have told me that I look like her, and I'm like, heck yes. <laughs> and then I'm over here getting told I look like a Duggar, so that's on my. Dude, life. the Duggars are beautiful. Okay, I'm the like, Duggars are very pretty, but it's just that, totally different lifestyles here. We're going. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they do wear a harsh eyeliner, but. <laughs> If you ever watch their thing, you know I'm. You know that they wore harsh, thick bottom and top eyeliner. They do. They do. It was like Britney Spears gone right. Have yeah. you ever seen Britney Spears Instagram? Yes, I have. Okay, there's all that stuff about free Britney Spears and stuff right now, or whatever. It's oh called. yeah, I think she's trapped. I agree. I'm. I'm. But I also totally am into reading into and looking into like conspiracy theory stuff. So. <laughs> yeah someone today commented on my post like mother Teresa sex traffic children I'm like I you I, I told him I was like I'm gonna ask mother Teresa to intercede for you thank you bye <laughs> that's, <all I> like. <laughs> that's, no! that's literally what I commented back <laughs> I was like that's asking her to intercede for your prayers <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this quote, guys. Okay. Lauren Daigle said that this was the one of the best pieces of advice she's ever been given. And now I wrote it down and I feel like everyone needs to hear she's it. I'm going to give it to all of us now. <sighs> okay. Thank you, she Lauren She just Daigle. took her bun out because that is how important this moment is. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I needed all the, stress, <laughs> all the stress from my head to be released so I can fully say this quote. Okay. Okay. She said, three, two, one. She said, freedom is giving people permission to misunderstand you. And at first, I was like, I need to hear that again. So let me read it again, because I'm the girl that needs to hear quotes three times. Um, (laughs) Freedom is giving people permission to misunderstand you. So I feel like it's not being careless. Like, that's not what she means. Or whoever gave her that is not... um, what they mean freedom is like being completely yourself and exactly who god made you to be and living that fully and knowing that some people aren't going to dig it and some people yeah. are are going to be completely against it some people aren't going to understand you and think you're weird or like not understand you and write you off really fast or want to see the worst in you true but it really like freedom is living fully to who you are and I think Megan like you are such a great example with that on social media because I mean you get a lot of crap like probably more crap than I do 
And I do get a lot of crap <laughs> because that you are so free with your thoughts. And yeah, sometimes it can bite you in the butt. That's what happens. Yeah. Like that's just what that's, you know, the life cycle of that. But it, that's like, I give people permission to say what they want because I'm putting it publicly. So yeah. knowing that like, this is just part of the gig. I give you permission to hate me. I give you permission to unfollow me. Like I, that I'm like releasing that and like letting that go is like, that is not going to anger me Yeah, because I already gave you free. Yeah, it's true. It is true. But I also, (laughs) I also think it's really freaking frustrating when someone who literally may not, probably doesn't even follow you, maybe just started following you, has not given any of your highlights a chance, probably hasn't even looked at your story, sees one post and let you know how they feel. It's like, hold on. I think we forget that like people are people beyond screens. Like I, there's so many, I have so many friends who are um, just, who are actresses, who are in, in the Hollywood industry some, and it'd be so easy to not know them personally and just look at their page and say whatever I want or feel whatever I want about them. But because I know them personally and I know their heart and we've had deep conversations, it's like, no, they have a soul. There's humanity there. And it's so easy for people to just like flip that off because they see someone with a platform and with numbers and whatever and are like, no, you're not saying what I need you to say and posting what I need you to post and what I think you should be posting. And I'm going to let you know how I feel. (laughs) Right. Like when people are like, I'm unfollowing you. And like, just I wish people would say that. I wish people would say that. There are some times when I want to send them an actual how-to video from YouTube, how to unfollow someone on Instagram. Like when they're telling me (laughs) how they feel about my entire page, I'm like, you know, you could just totally remove it from your life. Like if it really irks you so much, just remove me and my page from your life. You will probably never see me in real life. You will have zero knowledge of what's going on with my life for the rest of your life. And I feel like that would give you a lot of peace. Right. (laughs) And the balance is in your hands, like as a follower, it's like, okay, I may disagree with this, right. but is it to the point where, because this is so major, like they think killing someone is okay or something like that? Like, does this mean that I want to even, you know, listen to anything else they have to say? Like, right. you have to weigh that and that's on you as a follower. Or is it something that's like, you know, maybe they don't like their their stance or opinion on a very stupid or small thing and you right. take it, take like such a rash decision, even though you like the rest of their content. Right. Like, is it like that meme where it says social, social media is a lot like getting on and talking about oranges and then someone says, so you hate pineapples and apples and bananas and kiwis too? <laughs> and it's like, no, I literally just wanted to talk about oranges today, but... I'm right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's, especially like recently with a lot of the stuff going on yeah. in the world, like you are happy and someone's like, how dare you be happy? Because there's this and this, does that mean you don't care about that? Does that, you're so ignorant, like yes. read the room. I'm like, but although things are going on, like my room is, this is like, I own my room. I'm going to keep the vibe of my room. 
Yeah. Happy. Like I pay and decorate and I own it. Like yeah. yes. I paid for this room. Like you can step out. To, I didn't even invite you in this room. Not <laughs> <laughs> <is> my room. <laughs> it's true though. And it's, we, we're, we're not going to mourn 24 seven. We can't possibly expect everyone to mourn and be upset and angered and frustrated 24 seven. That's not healthy. Right. Let alone is it like happy or fulfilling or anything like that. It's just not healthy. Like everyone will go into a freaking depression if that's how also, people. Out. Yeah. People follow you for original content. Right. So if something is being talked about everywhere, I'm not just going to post about it, even though everyone already knows about it. Mm-hmm. Like that would be like, you know, posting that you signaling sex before marriage is, is, is a sin. Like this is like, Good. you know, it's, you know, I don't like, it's just very common. Like it's blatant. Like it's, it's said everywhere. So yeah. why do I need to like reiterate something that is already saturated? Right. Right. And why is it on us? It's still important. It's still it important. Doesn't mean just because I don't touch on it doesn't mean I don't think it's important or I haven't right. thought about it. Well, and I also find it very fascinating and kind of eye-opening that people actually like legitimately look to our pages to determine if something's important or not that's scary (laughs) or they or they say oh if you didn't post about it then you think you must that it's not yeah then you must think that or you must not think it's important or you must you know yeah yeah it's oof so like, lately, I think hat slams are important, but do I post about that every day? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good analogy, see. <laughs> but how are we coping with it right now? Because if anyone's been following me for the past couple of weeks, I've turned my story replies off and it has been the most peaceful thing I have ever done for myself in my life. <laughs> I don't know when they're coming back on. I applaud you. I... <laughs> I did that for a while. Um, I don't know. I have like over, I think, I don't even know, like 200 DMs that I haven't opened yet. So Jeez, I have 20 and I thought that was a lot. Uh, There's a lot. Maybe I have more because it's probably only showing recent requests and not all requests. Yeah. Like there's so many. And um, I guess like, I don't know. I just... I don't get it. The hate comes in waves for me. I don't yeah. get a ton of it. I don't know if it's like, am I intimidating? Also, I haven't been super. Can I be more intimidating, please? <laughs> People be a little scared of me so they don't walk all over me. Yeah, I don't know what it is. We're like pretty similar personalities, but I feel like I'm like a little more. Uh, like, I don't know. are a little more afraid to confront you, whereas they're like, oh, Meg's soft and delicate and flower like. We're going to attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's like some some difference there. I don't know. You tell us. Am I intimidating or like come off as like I I know my personality is very matter of fact. Yeah, um, that is true. That's like my middle name. But <laughs> maybe people see me singing and like pregnant and stuff, and they're like, oh. She'll she'll be sweet and understanding. Yeah, and then like see me and they're like, oh heck no. <laughs> She's some boss woman. Like I ain't confronting her. Oh my gosh. She wears a pleated midi skirt. I'm not approaching her. Scary. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I would I would love to know. Typically story. I respond with humor. Um and I just really mean I'll kind of respond with humor and then I'll 
block and delete or whatever. I restrict a lot of people. I'm like, oh, I don't really want you to pop up in my inbox, but I don't want you to know that you're actually blocked. So that's what restricting does, where they have no idea, but they don't show up. Surprise, like everyone, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> they don't show up on like any um, feeds or anything like that. Yeah. And they, they think that they can still comment, but in reality, no one can see it but them. That is yeah. amazing. That's what the restrict feature does. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. I'm walking into this like new season right now where like, I, yeah, I always shared controversial things. I always like had a different opinion than others typically, or I had the minority group opinion. But now I'm walking into this like new season where it's motherhood and it's, I literally just told Avery before this podcast recording that I'm never speaking about motherhood again on Instagram. Like it's, that's how, I, how much, but. <laughs> so Megan posted a photo yesterday. It was like in this really cute shirt and the shirt was describing motherhood and not giving up on your dreams. And like children can be dreams, but also like there's, you can, you don't have to give up your previous dreams before children and stuff like that. Right. And, um, how many, I I saw you posted something, but like how many hate or women so attackers was, did you get? It was a lot like the meme that I quoted just a couple seconds ago where it's like, I'm going to talk about oranges today. So you must hate pineapples and apples and bananas and kiwi. Yeah. It was a lot like that. And it's almost always like that when you talk about anything with motherhood, pregnancy, birth or anything. If I say, hey, guys, my goal for birth is to go natural and unmedicated and I don't want to have an epidural. They're instantly like, okay, but you can't. On the defense. Right. They, they take it instantly personal as if I have just thrown daggers at them and told them, how dare they have an epidural? And tagged them and said, right. oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. I'm right. going to do it the exact opposite way because I look down on you for doing it a different way. Exactly. And it's like, whoa, what? No, I'm just Megan Wells and I'm telling you how I want my birth experience to go. Or there's the women that are like, oh, we'll just wait till you get to the birth. Like you're not going to be able to do it or you're going to wish you had the drugs or you're going to end up with the drugs anyways. And it's like, why can't women and mothers specifically just have like have differing opinions, have differing dreams, have differing ways of parenting, have differing ways of birthing. Because at the end of the day, we're all bringing a child into the world. At the end of the day, we're all doing our best to love our kids and to um, pursue our dreams and our goals. And that was my post yesterday. I was saying a lot of women that I know, a lot of my friends, because a lot of them aren't married or pregnant yet, are like terrified of having kids early because they're like, I don't want to give up on my work or my career or creative things that I love to do. Yeah. And it's like, why are you told you can only do one or the other? And I remember we both? had this conversation like yeah. two months into your pregnancy. Yeah. Cause it was weird. Cause I was having to like take naps in the first trimester and stuff. And like my work schedule was getting totally out of whack. Like I didn't have full control over it anymore. Like I used to. And I was having this like crisis where I was like, wait, I don't know if I'm ready to let go of that yet. And it was like, no, you don't have to let go of it. You just have to figure out how to balance it in a new way now. And it was like, you have to respect the little life that's inside of you growing, but you also can still do your work. You're just not going to be hundred percent free. Like you used to be. I'm not going to be able to travel as much as I used to be, but I can still do it. And I think Christian women specifically, get shunned if they're told, if they say, so I'm really excited about motherhood, but I also have this career that I've built up and I really love it and I'm not ready to give it up yet. And then they're shunned instantly because it's like, how dare you not give every waking second to your children and homeschool them and do all of this with them? Right. 
and or or it's like oh my gosh you're not homeschooling them but you spend money on private school or like right. oh my gosh you send your kids to public every school it's like everyone has a different situation thing. every single thing and it's like why is like I have no doubt that the devil hates motherhood and he hates the family and marriage more than anything and I think mothers play a really big role in all three of those things obviously and so I have no doubt that it's always a place of pride or insecurity or just things of the devil that drag these divisions in between other women and other mothers. But I'm so sick of it because me saying, Hey, I want to have this baby, but I also am still going to pursue my job and my passions and have dreams. And I can do both. And then having someone comment who is visibly upset because I must be condemning stay at home moms by saying that is just like what but at the end of the day I feel like that woman then feels as though they gave up something like you know what I mean that's a hard assumption and I don't mean to make that sound harsh but if someone's mad that you're optimistic of being able to quote unquote do it all in the best way possible and make it work then why are they upset with that? They're upset with that because they weren't able to maybe. And I'm not saying like, oh, someone's mean to me. They must be jealous. Like, no, no, no. That's not the line I'm yeah. concluding at all. Yeah. It's just when there's nasty comments like that, it's, it's coming come out of comparison. And it's yeah. coming like the sin of that, that nastiness is envy. It's envy. Yeah. Yep. And that's like one that I'm finding to be like across the board in birth plan, in motherhood ideas and parenting and wanting to work and whatever, that is the one underlying thing every single time is envy. Um, and it just, it's so frustrating because it's like, my ultimate goal is to be a stay at home mom, but financially Uh that's not even an option for us right now. And why can't I be optimistic to work and be a mom? Also, my work is from home. I'm still going to be a stay-at-home mom. You love it. You yes. Love it. It's your passion. Like when you're like you have a very different situation than a lot of women yeah. where your work is your passion yes. and they are dual and it's your hobby. So it's like all three wrapped up into one right. and you just have to make money off of it. Right. And if I were to just drop that, that would be like I would I know what what that would look like for me and my attitude, my ability to like love my family and serve my family. My cup would be empty. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that is something like that I know and wanted to share on my page with my photo <laughs> and my post. And instantly it was like, why don't you shout out the stay at home moms? Because blah, 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 blah. Like I must be totally condemning stay at home moms. And it's like, my mom was a stay at home mom for all of us for, for and years. Yeah. But the thing is, I think, okay, I think it's hard because that was your, like, that is amazing. But Mm -hmm. that was your experience with motherhood. Mm -hmm. And so it is, I remember where it it is a little confusing. You're like, wait, how do I make this work? Uh I'm going to, but I don't, because I haven't seen it, it, you know, firsthand how it works. I don't know how to navigate this because it's a different route than how I grew up. Right. Right. But I think like the annoying part is that it's like, no, shut up. You're not even allowed to dream. 
You're not even allowed to be optimistic. You know what? She may get here and she may, it may be a slap in the face to me and my pride or dreams or whatever. And it may be a totally different ball game, but for right now, I'm totally allowed to have these dreams and these like plans and like to just say, Oh, a kid's coming. I have to drop everything to me is kind of giving up. We're not giving ourselves credit, right? We, we're not giving ourselves credit of like our full potential. If this is your passion, put on your heart and you are able to connect with people through this. And this actually opens up your God given gifts. Then like, he wouldn't place those desires on your heart. Yeah. Like there are no unreasonable desires because all desires are from Jesus. Yeah. No, I saw like this, like a vector or not vector. What is it? Venn diagram today where it was like your gifts plus your service plus your passions equal your purpose. And I was like, yeah, yes, literally. Yes. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean baby girls not going to have a mother around. Or a and it doesn't mean she's her. not your purpose. She can also right. be your purpose. You can have more than one. And I think, and coming from a pro-life view, a lot of women that go in for abortions go in because they're told you can't possibly do college and have a kid. You can't possibly do a career, have a career and have a kid. And that's uh-huh. bull crap. Like <laughs> if you want to cap out and say, sure, I can't, that does, I'm not saying every stay at home mom has put a cap on it and said, it's just impossible. You discern for yourself, but I think there's a lie going around that you couldn't possibly do it all. Right. If 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 even if you wanted to try, even if you wanted to attempt it, don't because it's not going to work. Like that's the kind of lie from the devil, Um, and that's where I'm at with social media right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think everything you said there there is it is even confusing in my heart because I'm like. Obviously, I'm so far removed from like marriage yet or children yet or any of that talk. (laughs) Down the line. (laughs) Right. But like as girls, I mean, we're the kind of gals that have like Pinterest boards of their wedding, you know? Yeah. Um, So like, obviously you think about it and I don't, I don't know what my desire is. Like, I don't, I don't know what I, like part of me is like, yeah, of of course I was put on this earth to like be a mother. Of course. But there's, there's other things I was also put on my put on this earth for. And my purpose here is to figure those things out, discover them, and then fully, fully develop. Yeah, yeah, like fully give my best effort, fully flourish in those. So absolutely, it's going to be motherhood 100%. Like I know I'm, I'm in the vocation of marriage, of course, it's going to be motherhood. But my cap doesn't end there. I don't know how that's going to look. Right. It's a completely intimidating. I have no idea how that's going to look. Like I said before, like I I'll have a mother go first. <laughs> right. You know on the other side. Yeah, I'll watch Megan. Like, no, truly, Megan will be the first close woman. I mean, there's other women in my life that I've seen do it really well. Right. But I mean, you'll be you'll be a guinea pig for me in a way because I I don't know like I don't know what my financial situation is like of course I want to homeschool a little bit but I don't know if I'll have a company that I need to run or you know who the heck knows and it's okay not to know right because God will help me figure it out like I'm not worried about that but it is intimidating because there is a lie that says you need to fit into this box, especially as a Christian Catholic mother. And if you don't do it this way, then you're a bad mother. Yeah. You and you're not raising the world. Mm-hmm. And that's but look frustrating. At, even look at, 
yeah, it is frustrating, especially for you. But look at all the saints. They became saints way different ways. Mm-hmm. Like they, there wasn't one specific path. Right. And there never is. Right. And it's so hard because it's like, if we could just acknowledge that there's so many different ways all of this could go, starting from the minute you become pregnant to like the minute you send off your kid to college. And if women and mothers as a whole could understand that, imagine the community we'd have. Imagine the shoulders right. we'd have to lean on. Like it's imagine the things we could learn from other women who have different opinions or maybe be inspired by someone or re-motivated by someone who has a different Remotivated is huge. Right. But instead it's just like, no, I'm shutting you off because right now I'm tired. I'm envious. And that's not the way I did it. And it didn't work for me that way. So that's how I feel. Or, or it worked for me that way. Therefore, it's like everything you're doing is going to be wrong. Right. Right, exactly. And I'm just, I'm just quote unquote watching out for you as a new mother. <laughs> oh goodness, I could go down a list of quotes I've gotten from other women that are just honestly just so amazing. Who would have known? Who <laughs> would have known? <laughs> Anyways, so man, social media—that's our life all the time. <laughs> we did have um, a voicemail, right? Yes. Okay. So two, I want to talk about. Isabel was running um, on her run because apparently it's like really hot out and her doctor said she needs to wear shorts and sports bra while running while whatever. And these 12-year-old boys on dirt bikes kept hollering at her. I was like, I didn't even know, like, what? 12-year-old boys? What? <laughs> a 12-year-old boy has a sex drive. Anyways. <laughs> it's true. I remember that happening to me once in college. I was literally taking photos for someone. I had shorts and a t-shirt on. I don't think the shorts were too short. Maybe they were. I have no freaking clue. But I remember a giant monster truck with dirt all up on it and everything driving by and going, whoa, whoa. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And I texted Avery instantly and was like, so mad. And I was like, how dare they? Blah, 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 blah. To this day, he remembers me doing it. But 12 year olds, that's something. Wow. I know. That's Lord and Young. And then, and then Kaylee called and she, you know, when like you park or whatever and you think it's in park, but you have to, or you're at a stoplight and you're like reach for something at the bottom of the passenger seat and you're like, the car is moving. The car is moving. She like ran into her garage. And, <laughs> and every time when I used to have like a big, uh, like seven, eight seater SUV, mm-hmm. Um, it hardly fit in the garage. So I would like bump the, I would know how far I was in. I would literally drive in until I bumped to the wall. Are you, um, <laughs> why didn't you have to, like, hang a tennis ball or something? I don't know. I didn't know how, or like I, it was easier just to slightly <laughs> a little tap on the, a little love tap on the wall. You're all about those love taps. <laughs> so, I was like, this is a plastic bumper. It's fine. It's black. It can't scuff up. <laughs> This wall will come crumbling down one day, but it'll be after I leave, so it'll be fine. Like, it's okay. We rent the place. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Do you hear this thunder? Is that thunder? That was beautiful. Stop yourself. I would rather have a nice sunny day. Come on. the rain. Get out there. (laughs) And then Tori, um, so she... She is a, I think she said she's a uh, therapist and 
she's 23 so apparently one of her clients did hypnosis on her without her knowing and so she started telling him he asked like how old she was if she had like family around or like if she had like a boyfriend and stuff she started telling him and then she's like thank goodness I didn't tell my address and I was she's so she's like heck no your patient's doing hypnosis on you and I'm like and she kind of skimmed over it I'm like whoa 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 you need hypnosis that should be illegal (laughs) I'm like what is happening and then she was saying how COVID testing sucked and I heard so every time I do like a flip underwater without holding my nose or those giant face masks, it feels like I've acid straight up my nose. Yep. And that's what I heard COVID testing feels like. Oh, I can't wait to go into labor and walk into my hospital and have them do that to me while I'm literally giving birth to a child. Wait, you have to do that? I have no idea, but a lot of people are having to do it. It didn't say it in the well, paper that I just got about their protocol, but mm, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, keep, bring that paper, laminate it, make copies. <laughs> highlight it and be like nothing in here you should bring it be like it doesn't say in here yeah I'm not doing it like yeah. I can well, birth the child right here I totally agree I said if they make me take a test and it just comes back positive because everything comes back positive because you have a temperature because you're literally birthing a child literally literally I said if that's the case and they now don't let you or Sienna my doula in with me I will go into the parking lot and have the child just so they can watch me have the child in their parking lot yeah. instead of in the freaking hospital they'll make not a dime not a single dime for me and I will cause a ruckus in their parking lot giving birth so yep yeah that's the game plan and, and HR will be all over that hospital because oh, be I like, know <laughs> <laughs> national news Megan Wells gives birth in parking lot because they don't let her see her baby successful no drugs story though so hey <laughs> no freaking choice yep <laughs> okay okay and then you said we have we have one advice thing yes maddie has a question so as a catholic woman i see the importance of loving our neighbors and i know that that means we don't have to believe what they believe but we're called to love i believe that as catholics it is a way we can love our neighbors by sharing the truth the lord has entrusted us with and share it with his people in a charitable way in my case right now and probably for a lot of other people it's in the realm of the same sex attraction and the black community i'm assuming she's talking about like the black lives matter movement and stuff like that that's going on right now i guess my question is how do you love your neighbor in a way that isn't rude but helps them know we don't hate them we actually love them but we can't support some of their choices because i don't believe that is the way god intended it to be sorry that was really long love listening to y'all's podcast and I think when she means black community, she means the actual BLM organization, right. if right. you call it an organization, because it's not the movement, it's the organization that, we have that is extremely corrupt. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, so. <laughs> if you want to take it away, <laughs> I need to think about this for a second. <laughs> well, so ultimately, I always think about like, my parents, when they were raising me, I know that they loved me always. They looked out for me. To love is to will the good of another. And some people are going to have different ideas of what that good looks like, especially if someone's not Christian. But I know that my parents still loved me, even when they were like, no, Megan, you're not going to have another cookie just because it makes you happy. Like, love isn't happiness. Love isn't like getting what you want when you want self-love, whatever. Love is willing the good of another. And so we get that definition as Christians from the Bible and from how God tells us to love and how God tells us to live. And at the end of the day, if they don't understand, then you you try. Like you can't convince someone that you care about them 
I, right. I don't know. It's the same thing as like, let's say you had a friend that had same sex attraction and acted on that. And then they invited you to their wedding. Yes. You cannot go to the wedding because you yeah. don't like, there's no such thing. Like Matt Walsh says it really well. Like marriage, the actual definition of marriage is a union between a man and a woman. So therefore there's no such thing as gay marriage because like marriage actually means a man and a woman. So like a marriage can't be gay because that's like saying Megan's name is Anne, even though her name's Megan. Like it's just, that's like saying, that's like saying the blonde redhead. Like it's not a thing. Right. Exactly. So uh, you, you wouldn't be able to go to the marriage. You wouldn't be able to go to the marriage uh, the wedding because you don't support the act like acting on yeah. acting on the same sex attraction because we believe the marriage is between a man and a woman. That doesn't mean you can't love them. Right. That doesn't mean that you it, it's definitely a hard situation, but you can still love them and love that they're happy, but you cannot you would hope that they will see the truth right. and pray that they will see what marriage is actually intended for and and what their dignity is intended for and what the human body is intended for. Like you can pray for them and love them, but you can't support them. And that's all right. Right. And if they're a good friend, then they'll understand that. They'll respect that. Everything everything you believe they're not going to support either, clearly. Right. Like they're not going to support your opinion on gay marriage because they're like, they believe opposite. Right. And that's okay. Right. But it doesn't mean uh, it is, it is really hard. And I think the way to navigate it is not black and white. Right. I agree. And I think there's just gotta be a, like a foundation of respect and understanding between the two people first for it to not be chaotic and just like nastiness. Because Mm -hmm. I've had, I've had clients reach out to me before and say, Hey, I understand that you're super into your faith and I have, a non-traditional relationship, which typically means it's a gay relationship. And I was just curious what your stance was on shooting those kind of weddings. I totally respect you as it is. And those are the ones where I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for respecting me and understanding that we are different and that it's okay. And that I may not be able to serve you as best as someone else could. And they gave you a way out. Right. Well, and they were just understanding. They were respectful and understanding. And so I can be respectful and understanding back. And I can still serve them by saying, hey, here's a couple of my friends who I know that can serve you and would love to serve you better than I ever could for your And if they're, and when it comes to like someone as close as your friend, kind of in the scenario I was talking about, if they know you, if they're a friend, then they'll already know your stance on this. Right. Exactly. and they would give you a way out and say, like, look, I understand. I would love for you to be there, but I totally understand. And I love you either way. That's right. what a good friend would right. do. They would never want you to feel pressured into doing like, anything or saying anything or being a part of anything that you weren't comfortable doing. Just like you wouldn't want the same thing for them. Like, it's it's respect and understanding. And if that doesn't exist, then they're probably not going to understand you and think that they hate you and that you're a homophobe and that you are racist and whatever. Right. And that's all of the things, all of the things, (laughs) all of the things. And at the end of the day, that's okay. You just say, all right, well, I tried to be charitable about that. And this clearly isn't going right ways. So at the end of the day, uh, to love is to will the good of the other. And we believe we take all of that direction from the Bible. And so if someone doesn't understand it, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to be misread. We're going to be, what was it? Misinterpreted. What did Lauren Diggle? Misunderstood. 
We're going to be misunderstood. Like, and I've already given people the freedom to misunderstand me. So that's okay if you do, but remember my humanity. Right. Because I'll remember yours. Like, right. Exactly. So that's good. There we are. Closing note. If if you don't like something we said, remember our humanity. I give you the freedom to hate us, but also give us a chance. Yes. (laughs) Give us some grace because we're just another human. Or We're trying mom. to navigate this life as well. So. Yep, literally. But from now on, I think we said this at the beginning, all of these podcasts will be released on Monday. Yes. This is the last Heck one. yeah. Heck yeah to that. Heck yeah to Monday. All right. <laughs> all right, ladies. Ladies and maybe some gentlemen that, that uh, some so, of our gentlemen listeners, shout out, shout out, shout out. Honestly, if a guy wants to know the inside of a girl's brain, they would listen to this. Oh, it's true. That's probably true. But he'd also probably not make it very far into the episode. Especially the tampon one. <laughs> or, or the sweat stains and the side boobs or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have a great weekend, guys. We love you and happy Friday. Ew, I just want to dive because I just said that. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it. dress has pockets. Megan, why can't I sing like you? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I get so awkward. <laughs> yeah. When I was homeschooled, like every homeschool girl is either forced to play the violin or like yes. do singing classes or something. Yeah. And so I did singing lessons at co-op and my dad said that he used to pay the tech teacher extra just to listen to me. Oh, ah! <laughs> that's and so, sweet. And so, and so, I think it was kidding, but I'm just not that sure till this day. And now I like never sing in the car anything. And Michael the other day was like, "Why do you never sing in the car?" I was like, "Because I'm more of a hummer. I'm more of a hummer." <laughs> my dad used to always say, like. Megan, he'd catch me like in my room just singing to myself or whatever. He'd be like, Megan, you you have a gift. Like you should sing at church. And I think that's where the shyness and awkwardness about it stems from. Because I was like, no, dad, like that's so weird. Ew, yeah, no. I'm not doing that. And then I remember when I was doing piano lessons with one of my favorite piano teachers, the next thing we were about to like graduate to was singing and playing piano at the same time. And I kept pushing it off. I kept saying like, no, no, like I'm, I'm not ready. Like I'm, I'm too shy. And so I never did it. And that's like one of my biggest life regrets for real because she was such a good teacher and I feel like I could have learned some things from her but yeah oh well here I am my I'll include this in the end just because I feel like it's good but one of my biggest life regrets is not taking more art classes in high school when I had that opportunity for free true that would be that would be except I took like all the art classes so (laughs) 